Jenna Morrison kissed her sister Amber goodbye, ignoring the shrieks of tiny Sophia, who was swaddled so completely in a baby blanket that her actual presence could not be confirmed by eye, as though she had fallen into a cottony soft mint green black hole. The swaddling did nothing, however, to lessen Sophia's eardrum-searing screams, honed by evolution to be exceedingly irritating and impossible to ignore. Amber patted Sophia's back gently, holding her close, hoping that the need for a burp was causing this unholy racket and shooting her sister a look of apology and helplessness. The baby's timing couldn't have been worse. Thanks for coming, Jen, said Amber. You're a lifesaver. Are you kidding? said Jenna, a little louder than usual to be heard over her niece's shrieks. I wouldn't have missed this for the world. I got to see you bond with Sophia, not to mention getting a baby fix. <laughs> I should thank you. You truly are the best, said Amber, unable to keep the sadness at her sister's departure and the mounting panic Jenna knew she was feeling from her expression. But who could blame her for feeling panicked? Becoming a mother at 20 was one thing, but having the father disappear within two months of the birth was another, and would freak out just about anyone, regardless of their intestinal fortitude. Jenna had flown out from San Diego as soon as possible after Amber had learned she would be raising a baby on her own to help with Sophia and give Amber moral support, at least for a week. The visit had been a good one, and she was convinced her sister was beginning to regain her emotional stability, although regaining it fully could well take months or even years. But it was extremely encouraging that not only did Amber not show any signs of postpartum depression, she was one of those moms who seemed to glow from within, basking in motherhood and drowning in the soothing oxytocin that was released by the infant's tireless efforts to suck the nipples right from her body. Jenna would have liked to stay longer, but she was in the middle of a relentlessly challenging Ph.D. program in genetics and needed to get back to her life. And also back to her fiancé, Nathan Wexler. You take care of yourself, said Jenna earnestly. And remember, don't let anything keep you down. Everyone has bad days, but you have a great life ahead of you. I know it. Sophia has no idea just how lucky she is. Amber nodded as a tear formed in the corner of one eye. Jenna kissed the mint green blanket, pressing her lips into the material so the screaming baby could feel the weight of them on the back of her head and then let herself into the back of the waiting cab without saying another word. As the cab made its way to O'Hare, Jenna reflected on life. She wouldn't wish what had happened to her sister on anyone, but babies were undeniably adorable, and many women had thrived as single mothers. And Jenna had been surprised to learn that she had a strong motherhood instinct as well, just waiting for the sight of a baby to reveal itself. When would she and Nathan begin having a family, she wondered. And how many children would they have? Nathan Wexler was a brilliant physicist and mathematician, and while she wasn't nearly at his level, who was, she was considered gifted herself. Both of their lives were sure to be demanding and fulfilling for as far into the future as they could imagine. They had agreed they wanted to have kids at some point, but they had only discussed parenthood in the vaguest of generalities. True, they had plenty of time. After all, Nathan might be 29, but she was only 26. But would they ever decide the time was right? In between careers and intellectual pursuits that might change the world, a possibility that was especially likely for Nathan. 
After all, they hadn't even managed to get around to making their unofficial marriage official. They had been living together now for 18 months and already thought of themselves as husband and wife. But Jenna's interest in stealing time from other passions to make this happen was vanishingly small. And a quickie Vegas wedding was out as well, since Nathan's family would never forgive them. So they needed to find a venue, plan out a ceremony, invite guests. She shuddered. She would rather sit on a mound of fire ants. Jenna wondered how long it would take for her and Nathan to get around to tying the knot, and if they couldn't seem to find the time to plan a wedding, would they ever get around to having kids? Maybe not.